there, and welcome to another edition of Sermon Q&A. I'm Vicki Basinger, and I'm sitting here with Pastor Craig and Pastor Michael, and we're talking through some questions from July 18th, 2021, in the sermon uh, series, The Golden Calf. And today, this one's a little bit nuanced, I guess is how I would put it. Mm. We're talking about feelings, and feelings are super reliable, and we can <laughs> count you. on them to help us make That's decisions. Follow but your uh, heart. that's yes. right. <laughs> Craig hates feelings. This is sarcasm, people. Yes. Sarcasm, yes. sarcasm. Yes. Um, but we're talking about the the concept of you know feeling that God is close to me or feeling like God is near. Can we talk a little bit about uh, the question that came in, which is, is it okay if I don't feel God or the presence of God? Simple answer: If you will not feel God all the time, right? <laughs> so you're normal. And, uh, I, yes, I guess I would not go that far. Oh, myself, I'm a pastor. But, yeah. I, I feel him 24 seven. I know what you're talking about. I'm super holy, <laughs> no. but not normal, but not normal. Ah, oh, that was good. Nobody, nobody <laughs> feels God all yeah. the time. Like, yeah. so <clears throat> here's where we get confused. We live in a postmodern world mm. and the postmodern world has elevated feelings mm. to the place mm-hmm. of prominence. So if we don't feel it. It can't be there. Mm-hmm. And if you do feel it, it must be right. Mm-hmm. Right. How can something so wrong feel so right, right? We have all kinds of phrases that that justify feelings. Mm. Um, And we even teach it to our kids. I just want you to be happy. Are Mm. you kidding me? I don't want my kids to be happy. Mm. My goal is to make them unhappy until they Mm. become images of Jesus. Mm. My goal is to make them images of Jesus. Remind me not to have you teach at our parenting conference. Oh my! It is not scheduled. Sarcasm. (laughs) (laughs) But ultimately, our goal in life is not to be happy. If your goal is to be happy, you're going to be a miserable Mm. person because you have elevated feelings to an idol. Mm. Your goal is to be emotionally um, fulfilled Mm. instead of um, constantly trying to Mm. be an image of Christ Mm. in your own life for those around Mm -hmm. you. the Psalms are a wonderful place to go to to kind of illustrate this because mm-hmm. the Psalms are full of feelings. They're literally hymns, mm-hmm. right? And so these are meant to be sung and you can read through them and, and it, it's incredible. One of the ones that came to mind as we were discussing this earlier was Psalm 51. Mm-hmm. Uh, David is not feeling God. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. committed adultery with Bathsheba. Psalm 51 is his repentance mm-hmm. psalm. And um, for, he lives for a year mm-hmm. in, in rebellion against God. And it's not until his child dies that he, um, Nathan comes, Nathan the prophet comes in, confronts him with his sin, and he writes this incredible psalm of repentance, full of feelings. Mm. And we know it is because he says, don't cast your spirit away from me, you Mm. know, words like that, like, I feel like you're not here now. Mm. But ultimately, every one of those and all the psalms that David does write, write, as along with all the psalms that other people write, they all end with an action in order to overcome the emotion. Mm. I will lift up my voice and sing your praise, mm-hmm. right? You don't want to, but David knows that's a necessary yeah. move so that he gets his emotions in check. Mm. Um, it's, again, in our world today, emotions lead the way, mm-hmm. but in scripture, actions lead the way. Mm. Emotions will follow. Sometimes I don't feel like serving my neighbor or mm. loving my enemy. I'll mm. tell you, that's not very often. Yeah. But when I do it, you know what comes out of that? An actual feeling of love, mm. even for those that abuse me. And that's because emotions don't lead the way. Mm. If you turn that on its head so that emotions mm. leads the way, you're always going to run into problems. And that's difficult because yeah. our culture promotes that above all things. One of the most common things that I hear young people say, and I hear it everywhere, but it, it, it's almost like a, if you're a 15 to 30, this is like a phrase. 
It's just so hard. And didn't you say that yesterday? Uh, yes, I know. <laughs> you know, and uh, there's this part of me that, like, uh, I, if I'm being really transparent here, often I have this inner rage when I hear that, and um, because I'm just like, yeah, it's hard. Mm. Everything we do is hard. Like, life is hard. Parenting mm. is hard. Working is hard. Everything's hard. Life is hard. Sin is. It's just life is challenging. You know, mm. and uh, so now I'm dealing with it. You know, that's what I want. But obviously, like. I try to be a good shepherd and mm. be patient and, you know, good and uh, when my, when my kids say it, I'm like, <gasps> like, you know, but it's coming to the host. Uh, yes, oh, but okay. it is, uh, it is, it, I've had such a, a challenging reaction to it that we've actually made one of our family values is that fuelings, that's our last name, fuelings, we do hard things. And mm. so when my kids are like, ah, oh, that's just, I don't want to do it. I'm like, yeah, but we do hard things. That's what we do. Mm. You got my name. That's, this is just how we roll. Um, if something's complicated or difficult, we run into it because what I'm trying to instill in them is our emotions don't drive our behavior and our convictions. Who feels like going on a diet? Oh my gosh, yeah. nobody. I feel like eating all the time, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean I go. I go do. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> it doesn't mean I do it as much as I want to. Okay. Fair. fair, fair. Um, and, and so, but that. But I think you just you nailed this, which is so important. Which is. Um, if your relationship with God is contingent on you feeling God, mm-hmm. you're going to have a very topsy-turvy mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. We'll apply this to marriage, right? I mean, who, okay, when you're dating, engaged, you have all the feels, whatever. But like when you're married, you literally cannot exist in that space where it's like, you're like weak at the knees every time you see them and your heart is fluttering. Mm-hmm. And, and in fact, your commitment is so much deeper than that. In fact, I would take a thousand times over a faithful, committed, loving relationship with my wife over the topsy-turvy, insecure mm-hmm. feels of dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually better than that. People don't have a category for it, but it's actually better. Mm-hmm. And so when your your relationship with God gets to a mature place, you realize it's actually transcends feelings, but feelings are really good. Mm-hmm. And so I think you, you also said something I just want to highlight again. Like there are actions prescribed when you don't feel things. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you don't feel something because like David you've been living in disobedience and you have quenched the Holy spirit. Mm. There might've been feelings that the Holy spirit wants to bring about in you, mm. but your disobedience has, has basically covered them mm. up. Um, I, so, I made it, yeah. so how do I know if yeah. I'm feeling God or not? Or your dinner from last night right. or, and different things like that. I mean, there's, so I, I made a short list of five, five ways and there's more, but this is kind of the dominant ways that you can say, these are feelings that God produces in mm. you. So one is, awe and wonder. Mm. And typically this is when you're in the presence of really big ideas or really big landscapes, or you go to the Grand Canyon and you, but awe and wonder, you know, it's from God when it's directed to God. Mm. Like that is one of the most important ways that you know that. Um, Number two is you have peace from God in the middle of anxiety and stress. And when you go to God in that, and you have the ability to even just rise above and have a, just a a peace that God is in control. Mm. um, That is a feeling that God produces in you mm-hmm. um, that is irrational to the world mm-hmm. and is contrary to what you should be feeling mm-hmm. given the anxiety you're in the Peace that of. passes mm-hmm. understanding. Yeah. Amen. Number three would be joy, but I would, I would actually put this in a specific context. It would be joy in the middle of worship, Bible study, or mm-hmm. spiritual connection. Mm-hmm. And if you have had the experience of having a disciplined relationship with God, um, you will know the joy that comes from being in your car and worshiping. You'll know the joy of walking with God. And it's 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 an elation that is really precious. Now, is it there all the time? Mm-hmm. No, but it's interesting that it's a different kind of joy that happens through a disciplined relationship with mm-hmm. God and spending time with him. 
Uh, a fourth one is security. Um, it's just security that you are loved by God when the whole world is topsy-turvy and everybody's throwing false identities at you. And you just have this sense of like, God and I are okay. That That's actually an emotional mm-hmm. reality that you're experiencing. And I would call it security in the, in the emotions wheel. There's an actual emotion for it, which I can't remember, but I, for practical purposes, security. And then number five would be conviction of sin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the presence of God is with you mm-hmm. when you're convicted of sin. That's what the Holy Spirit mm-hmm does and it's going to hit your emotion it's going to hit your emotions because you have things like guilt Mm -hmm. or shame Mm -hmm. or fear of god Mm -hmm. in that moment and and so those are five ways awe peace joy security conviction those are five ways that like you're experiencing the presence of god in those moments just to um kind of backtrack to creation yeah we have emotions because god is an emotional Mm -hmm. god right these are not things that we get because of a sinful world So we have joy because God is joyful. We have we have we grieve over things because God grieves over things. Yep. Everything that we have in our lives yeah. is because we're made in God's image. So mm-hmm. emotions are not a bad thing, but in fact they're so good. Mm. It, it it because they're from God. It makes sense that Satan would attack those. Mm-hmm. And so Satan is going to distort anything that is really good. Yep. So some of the best times of emotion I've had is being in church services yep. and worshiping the Lord and feeling mm. close to God at those yep. moments. But I'll leave that worship service and Satan will attack my emotional yeah. mm-hmm. self. It's, it's like Elijah. After you saw God do really big things, exactly. he goes into a deep depression. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's the pastor's Monday. He's going he's gonna <laughs> to attack. Afternoon. So if you feel... If <laughs> Time you, for a nap. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah. if you feel like... Uh, if your feelings are leading you down a bad road, don't feel bad because that is a natural ploy of Satan mm-hmm. to get your mm-hmm. eyes off of Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just don't put too much weight on it and do the actions that bring you back mm-hmm. to where you know you should be with him. Emotions will follow yep. if you're a follower of Jesus. Yep. Mm-hmm. If I if I have had a really bad Sunday, like, I mean, you probably don't have this experience, but when I give a terrible sermon, <laughs> never and, done uh, I know, and uh, <laughs> I just feel, I feel guilty, I feel shameful. Yeah. There's like weird things that go on, but I take a nap on most Sundays just to reset my emotions mm-hmm. and it works. It's about an hour, hour and a half and I reset. And when I don't have that, that is brilliant. It, it like is challenging, but that's a big decision I, I make. And I'm thinking about all of these ways that emotions have positive. I mean, we mm-hmm. came to Jesus to follow Jesus because we were impacted emotionally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My sin got to me. Mm-hmm. I was eight years old, but yeah. you know, it got to me in an eight year old level. Yeah. Imagine yeah. where you'd be today if it was five years old. I'd, my goodness. I, oh, <laughs> <man>. Unstoppable. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to go to hell. I fear hell. Yeah. You know, I, I know, I know I've disappointed yeah. Jesus. And so yeah. it's interesting that emotions are a positive thing, mm-hmm. but if you put too much stock in them, Satan will yeah. use them against mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amen. absolutely. So in the end, it's okay mm-hmm. if I don't feel God, yeah, it's not it's going normal. to happen, mm-hmm. you know, the whole course of my life, but God uses emotions to convict us, to bring him back to him, but ultimately taking that action yep. is what matters. Mm-hmm. So we are glad that you joined us Amen. today and come back for our next edition of Sermon Q&A. We'll see you then.